Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. When I see people, for lack of a better word, stuck in a situation, it rattles something in me like no other. That very same rattling is what prompted my last conversation with you about having balance, right? But this week alone, I have heard excuses or what I would like to deem as excuses for being in an uncomfortable situation. Now, it's one thing to be uncomfortable because you're getting ready to birth something, right? You're on the edge of something you have to endure. You know, you have to go ahead and endure this particular step in order to be promoted to the next step. It's one thing to be uncomfortable because you know what? You're in your last trimester of this pregnancy and there is something to be expected. But even in pregnancy, discomfort is an indication that something else is getting ready to happen. Another level is getting ready to transpire. There is a you are uncomfortable because this is the last trimester. You see what I'm saying? Imagine being uncomfortable in your last trimester upon the first time that you get the blood test and realize, oh, okay, I'm pregnant. If that was the case, I think there would be a population of like 15 people in the entire earth. Because we are not built to have an extended amount of discomfort without the expectation of it leading to another level. When the Israelites were doing what they was, you know, the what they had the them doing what they had them doing. I'm getting so irritated. Um, right, thank you. Building the the bricks, right? And then it was like, okay, now y'all gonna build it with no straw. Now, once the job became at its maximum of like, look, God can't take no more. Then there was the elevation to get out of that, to go ahead and break free of whatever it is that is. The, the status quo or what have you. So to give you, let's get some context to what I was talking about. I was talking to someone and said person told me they're working at a particular job to provide for their child. I'm sorry. This is the only job on earth that will allow for you to provide for your child. Now, child is not even school age. I understand that they can get expensive, but what I'm trying to look at is is there any other way that you can provide without depleting you? Spoke to another person that let me know the reason why they were tolerating boundaries being crossed, disrespected in all kind of ways, boundaries just not being respected at all, with a person, you know, that should have a, let me just go ahead and break it down to elemental P because we family here, with the person that they're no longer with but they have a child with. The reason why said person, male, was allowing for boundaries to be crossed all types of ways because in his mind, he made a commitment to himself a long time ago that, um, I feel like singing Whitney Houston, never to get anyone shut up. Okay, um, he made a commitment to himself a long time ago that if he were to have a child, that that child would not have the childhood that he had. So even though the two are not together, they're doing that unique thing where we both stay in a household, just separate rooms. We operate as two different entities, but we put on the facade in front of the child like we're together and so that he can have normalcy. And I stopped and I was like, man, so you are stuck in the landmines that's in your mind, 
Now let that sit. Why is it that we can look at a situation, we can know it's not right, know that we've outgrown such and such, know that we're no longer supposed to be at said job or whatever the case may be. And instead of having a true to life, okay, strategy and buckling down and trying to find the proper way to exit, we get stuck in our mind on a vow that we made so long ago that it's probably you, the circumstance that you made that vow in is not even a circumstance that you're in now. We give excuses to our stupidity, excuses for our laziness, excuses for, well, you know what, um, well, that's my such and such. We let people have titles to, to be the excuse as to why they are walking over us and not respecting us. And let me explain something to you. It is disgusting, and I can only say disgusting, when you allow someone not to respect you enough that you excuse it. People know who they can try. They know who to slick talk. They know who to, you know, tell what you're not and what you're about to do. And my thing is this, whether it's relationships, whether it's a job, whether it's a family member, whether it's a whatever it is, please get to a point that you don't allow two things for it to deplete or disrespect you or for that same thing to deplete or make you push aside what's important to you. It's not going to ever be okay to be disrespected by someone you had kids with just because you had a child with them. That falls in the line of, nope, is depleting me. And loving your child is not an excuse to have yourself disrespected, to put yourself in emotional turmoil, to have to be in and to subscribe to a toxic situation. Never should that be the cause. Never should that be the okay. Never should it be okay to go to a job and have this dead living among the walking dead because of how much you make, or you've been there for a while, or, you know, I tried a few times to get out, but, um, you know, the other jobs don't offer. The other jobs don't offer what? A peace of mind? Or are you afraid to start over? Like, what's the, what's the real E! True Hollywood story behind your excuse? It just gets to the point that you have to have this want to, to want to dig down, grab life by the reins and say, you don't control me no more. I'm not living this life where everyone lives but me. The job, you know, was able to be prosperous because of you. The relationship was able to work only because of you. The children were only able to um, go to set school because of you. You can make all these excuses on the because of you, but when are you going to benefit because of you? It is not selfish to put yourself first. You are the thing that is the equation in all the things that's in your life. You're the equation at home. You're the equation at work. You are the equation. So you may want to factor you in at some point. Know you well enough to know this job depletes me. I have nothing to give when I get home. I am snappy at my children. I am snappy at my spouse. I, I just, I sleep as a social life at this point. It is too much. Now, that is different if you are saying, okay, I'm working this job to pay off for school and that this is a segmented situation portion of my life. Segmented, strategic planning, clap for that.
that works. But not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Oh, trying to went Saturday and ooh, I slept all day Sunday and then we do it again. What are you doing? What's your plan? What's your out? The hamster wheel? Like when does it end? When you sleep? And I'm getting as passionate as I'm getting because I, it's like I want to grab people by the throat and say, you know you don't have to live this way, Right? You know you don't have to stay with her, right? You don't have to put up with that, right? It's too many options, but we don't see them. It's too many opportunities, but we don't create them. There are too many things that you need to be paying attention to, but you have 10-10 vision. I wish that we were all to have that sleeping giant in us awakened. Wake up. It would really, I mean, I don't know how God does it. To sit on the throne, know that he put these giant of ideas and plans and visions on our lives and to see us not walk it out or kind of walk along the outskirts of it and then that's just your life and then you die and that's it no that cannot be it you gotta want something so bad that you like look even if that is it i'm gonna make another it tap into what brings you joy be okay with starting over. God did it. Why are you different? He created a whole world and then decided, eh, this did not go according to what I had in plan, what I had in mind. So he took Noah and he started again. Why do you think you're better than God? Why do we even put, muster that thought up? No, you know, I put in all this time. And you think God didn't on the first world? You think he didn't? That was just you know, just a, a luxury thing? You think he planned all that to have a, a backup plan to do it again? It said that he regret making man. That had to be a, that wasn't something he planned on, like, oh, okay, if this don't work, I'm going to just do another one. No, he put all of his time into it, too, like you did at that job. He invested in that, too, just like you did with that relationship. So what makes you different? And I'm, I'm speaking this way because I'm also talking to me, but I'm talking to the people that I couldn't grab and put to a side and say, hey, listen, this doesn't have to be your life. Whatever's on the whiteboard of your life, you can wipe this over and do it again. Thank God that he doesn't give us a concrete life where there's just, nope, once you get on this track, that's it. It's your forever the end. You're a creative being made from the creator. Create another avenue if this one doesn't work. Endure it to the point that you know that you have the peace of knowing this is not for me. And with grace, wisdom, and a strategic plan from God, you go ahead and execute your next level. Even if that means setting back a, a couple of thousand when you accept another job. Even if that means downsizing a little bit. Even if that means decreasing how, you know, you may not be able to turn up every single weekend now because you have a bigger priority. 
If bills are keeping you at a job that you know that you are not called to be at, then you need to make a strategic plan to pay down them bills so that you can take a job that you like, a job that you're called to, a job that gives you fulfillment, and you can take that without the overhead of, but what about my credit card bill? What about your credit card bill? Matter of fact, go ahead and cut that up, and let's go ahead and get this plan on, making it where you pay this thing off in a year. If you're going to be at something that makes you uncomfortable, might as well have a plan that that the discomfort is adding to you getting to another level in life. You might as well. If you're going to be in said situation, promise yourself that once you get out of this, this is the last time that you put yourself last. This is the last time that you allow someone that their boundaries is so disrespectful, that is so broken, that you'll never know the difference between your heart and um your wishes for something. Having a heart for something and having a wish for something is two different things. You can be in a relationship with someone and know I have a heart for you, but I wish that it was different. Listen, your wish is not lining up with your heart, ma'am, sir. And it angers me. It angers me to see people stuck because we are not stuck people. Jesus did not get on that cross on Calvary, get, have that gruesome situation happen to him, be so disrespected and so much pain that he's sweating blood in, in the field of Gethsemane. He didn't go through all that for you to be stuck at a job. How disrespectful to Calvary is that? And again, it may not sound like, let me get up and let me get out this job today. It may not sound like, you know what, said spouse or said family member, I'm cutting y'all all off. I want you to tap into a strategic plan. You got yourself in that. Maybe it's not getting better because God is not bound to bless something that he didn't assign to you. So maybe... What you're waiting on is not for said situation to change. Maybe he's waiting for you to change, for you to wake up and say, you know what? It's not can I do this for the rest of my life. It's why do you want to do that for the rest of your life? Why do you want to be held hostage to any situation for the rest of your life? And then when you pass what? They find another victim? They fill your seat right up at the job? They get right back into a situation, another relationship where they use somebody else. Please love yourself and your life enough that you're like, you know what? Mm -mm. And it may not be the popular thing to do. Because everybody else is, you know, the majority of people around you, they're pretty much living this different life that looks a lot like hurting while I work. I'm hurting real bad, but we smile because checks are coming next. Like, I can't, what? I'm not singing that song. You shouldn't want to sing it either. Broken while I love in this relationship because this is the, per no, I, I can hit a hot 16 for a lot of situations, but why sing the song? You change the lyrics. If the beat's not changing, you change the lyrics. But you do everything within your power to enforce a change. And when it's not changing, you change. But you got to be a different kind of gangster when you do that. It takes a different kind of gangster to say, you know what? I know this is a, you know, cliche, but it's not you, it's me. Yeah, I can't, I can no longer serve in this capacity and try to find my happy at the same time. I'm not carrying my happy in a fanny pack for you to exalt me at the end of the day. I'm not doing it. You can, 
But why? You could, but for what? Ugh. I, I, I hope you feel this energy that I have right now because it is bothering me. Why? Why would you want to just li- just deem your life this life of I just get dumped on? I just get depleted. Why? Why? And you can't tell me a different why. None of your whys will make sense. If there is not a strategic plan behind it. You could work two, three jobs, but for how long you going to do that? Because we weren't made to be stretched that long. You need to rest. Why do you think babies grow? You think God would have had it that we would have babies for 10 years? That your baby is five months old or he's in the infant stage, rather, for 10 years? He knew, no, this thing needs to, there needs to be a plan. Yeah, you're going to be sleepy, but it's okay because eventually they go to sleep overnight. Yeah, you may be, you know, you have to house-proof, child-proof your situation in your home. But you know what? They do grow to a point that you don't have to do that. Everything has a growth. Everything has a stage. Why did you get in the stage and get stuck? Where did you learn that? Did you see somebody in your family model that out? So you just thought, okay, that status quo that I got to fulfill too? Did you have said person that you looked up to that they, they stayed at a job for 18 different years, but they were sick behind something? So you just decided, well, that's all I know, so that's all I'm going to do? Come on, yo, absolutely not. You serve a great God. There is a wonderful Alpha Omega creator that has something placed so awesome on your life that to do him a disservice, to do yourself a disservice, to stay stuck in a level is a slap in the face. Please do something different. Have a plan to do something different. But more importantly, wake up your want to. Wake up your want to. There should never be a point that being depleted is just a way of life. It should never be a point where being disrespected by someone that you give your heart to is just, that's just the way it is. Never should there be. Where did you learn that? That's abuse. That's self-abuse. And why is that okay? I always tell people, The situation that you're in, think of the next person that you love so much, whether it's a child, whether it's your grandmother, whether it's your aunt, your mother, whomever. Think about that person, and I'll ask the question for free. If your mother, the person that you loved, your daughter, if they were in the relationship that you were in, tolerating what you were tolerating, would you be be peaceful in that? Would you be okay with that? Oh, you don't like it for someone you love, but you're enduring it? If your child came home crying because such and such did what such and such is doing to you, would you be okay with it? If you, had, if you were financially stable and your child told you, hey, or the person that you admire and love came to you and said, this is how I feel after a day's worth of work, would you, would you encourage them to keep going? Oh, that's different. That's why I call this self-abuse. Why don't you think highly enough of yourself to remove you from that? Where's the plan to remove you from that? This is just a stage of life and that's it? You're going to just stay in the milk part of life? 
You're not going to ever want to grow some teeth, even though it may be painful. Teething is a very painful process for both the person teething and the, the parents. Ask any parent. But guess what? It's necessary for your next level. So what you doing? And I don't want this whole thing to be a screaming match because I ain't here to argue. But I'm here to feel, I feel like John in a sense. Where he's like, turn from your wicked ways, repent. <laughs> like, I feel like, wake up. Y'all don't have to live like this. Check your pulse. Check your pulse. Yeah, your heart may be beating. There may be a pulse, but guess what? This is dead living that you're doing. It stinks. You smell that? That's corpse, ma'am, sir. Come on, man. Just do something different. Please. What if you would have really, really, really put your energy into six months to a year? If I make a strategic plan, if I work hard at this, if I endured my passions as much as I endured things that I'm not passionate about, what would happen? And I'm going to get on that six months to a year thing in a bit. That's another conversation, though. I'm going to go ahead and end this conversation here so I can wipe off the sweat because I'm worked up. I'll, now I want to go ahead and build another a, a plan for me to follow through, make sure that I'm following through on what I say. I am a practice what you preacher. I am a, I heard something, I'm going to put it to action. How many times does God have to confirm things through you, to you, through people, through a song, through a, oh, yeah, I, I always did want to write that book. So what you waiting for? I don't know how. That's your excuse? Not in the technology age that we live in. Google something. Find out somebody else who was brave enough to do it and see the steps that they took and see what you can take from that. I don't know how it's not okay. That, that's, not, that, that's what's keeping you? That's your shackle? Boo! Find something different. So I'm going to go ahead and go. I'm going to let you let me go, okay? Because I'm irritated, passionate, and I want people to want better. I want you to want better. I want me to want better. But it's not going to happen if you stay stuck in your mind to a inner vow, to a, well, it's always been this way. Well, I've been with him for 20 years. You know, well, she's, she's the mother of my, so what? And how are you benefiting from that? Oh, okay. I just, I can't. I can't. I got to, I got to go. Yes, I'm hyped. I know usually you don't hear me talking like this, but you know what? At some point, somebody got to shake you by the shoulders and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Blow your nose, okay? You shouldn't just be used to running like that. You know, just slap, slap. Let me just wake you up real quick. I was watching something on the, on the show the other day, and this baby was a preemie, and from time to time, they said, hey, I'm going to take the baby off of the, um, the breathing machine. And if the baby stops breathing, you know, just pluck, flick the bottom of his foot to startle it to start breathing. So I feel like that's what I'm doing. I am the pluck. I am the startle to get you to realize, oh, I wasn't breathing. No, you're not living. No, you're not succeeding. No, you're not. what are you doing? So let this conversation serve as that startle to jumpstart you into living, living. I can't, I'm, I, maybe I need to take a walk. Maybe, I, maybe that's what I need to do. But guess what? There is a plan for better. There is, and you need to make sure that you have one in the queue. 
Let there be a reason as to why you're enduring. There was a reason why Jesus endured. What's your reason? And it shouldn't just be for somebody else's good. How does it bring you joy? How does it elevate you too? For once, factor you in, please. And I'm off this phone. I'll call you back later when I'm calmer. Later.